This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Welcome back. We're speaking with Dallas owner Jerry Jones, who last week was nominated for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017, and who last weekend had our Rick, Dr. Data, Goose Goslin over to his new home away from home. That would be the Cowboys' new training facility for a tour and, I understand, Jerry, free room and board? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> that always goes with getting the shit <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jerry, let's talk a little bit about the financial side of football. Um, you showed owners how to make money on stadiums with a corporate sponsorship you sold early on to Nike, Pepsi, and American Express. And I, I remember well because I was covering the 49ers that time and they were complaining and then all of a sudden they embraced it because you were making a lot of money and since then there have been 22 new stadiums built with a 23rd on its way in LA but stadium number 20 in that list you know it well it's your stadium Jerry World the NFL's first billion dollar stadium which opened in 2010 my question is why did it why did it take so long Jerry why did you wait so long to build your own stadium well first of all I got a good chance to see a lot of great stadiums built and got a lot of good ideas uh, from those activities. I spent a lot of time really all over the world looking at stadiums, but I also looked at buildings that weren't stadiums. And uh, our stadium, in many cases, one of the building contractors uh, joked with my family and said, guys, you're not trying to build a Ritz Hotel here. This is a stadium. And one of them said, well, maybe that's where we ought to start over again. We want parts of this place looking like the lobby of the Ritz. And so uh, our idea was how can we take that experience and enhance it uh, in, in maybe even an uh, uh, accelerated way. It was really built for television. And you say, how is that? We could have probably built that place and uh, had a great place for the Cowboys to play in. But when you have Al Michaels, when you have a John Madden, Chris Collinsworth, when you have those guys look at the stadium and say, folks, you should see this. You've got to have real meat on the bone. And so they portray the stadium and aspects of the stadium, the architect, the engineering, the art, uh, how it's designed, all of that. They have to do that so that people can live it vicariously when they're watching television. Only 7% of NFL fans have ever been inside an NFL stadium. They live that vicariously through what's said and shown about the stadium. We wanted a stadium that really have a, a great experience with through the eyes of the people calling the game. Jerry, you talked about TV. How concerned are you that the NFL is going to become a studio game, that it's easier and more comfortable for fans to stay home and watch the games in their den on a 70-inch high-def television set? Well, very early on, right when I walked through the doors with the Cowboys, Tex Ram, to use his statement to me, said, this sport cannot be a studio game. You have to have the pageantry of the crowd. You have to have the social experience of the crowd. That's what helps make this game exciting. And consequently, are uh, really doing a good job in television or doing a good job of the mediums that are out there today really creates competition for a stadium in a way so that you have to make those 10 games, you have to make those almost small Super Bowls to create an excitement of my city against your city, 
you play twice a year, maybe once a year, and all of that has got to happen in the aura of the real experience to make it come across on television, if you will. So it's critical. We can't be a studio game. You couldn't get this story told and have this game if you just had a few thousand people watching it live. Jerry, are you close to, to pricing the average fan out? I don't think so. Uh, uh, Bob Costa asked me, uh, what do you think about the prices of the tickets? He asked me on his, one of his shows, and uh, what do you think about the price of a Coke or a price of a beer? And I said, Bob, I said, it's like anything else. I said, uh, 30 years ago, you could get a man like you for about $50,000 a year. <laughs> do you want to tell the audience how much you're making? <laughs> <laughs> the way to go. Uh, Jerry, we got about 45 seconds to go on it, but I love to hear this story. We talk about all your business accomplishments, but I'd like to ask you about your first business endeavor out of college, which I believe was ownership of a chain of Shakey's Pizzas in, in Missouri. Why pizza? Boy. Well, first of all, the, uh, I had a chance to be involved in many Kentucky Fried or many McDonald's. It was the uh, just the start of franchising. Well, while I was actually still in school, I chose Shakey's Pizza Parlor. The rationale was every restaurant in the world makes a hamburger. That's McDonald's. And everybody knows you cook fried chicken at home. So Kentucky Fried's not the deal. So, but how can you beat that pizza, which, by the way, really had just started in the American way in uh, restaurants during those early 60s for the most part. But, boy, they had that Shakey's banjo players <laughs> on the table, and it just looked like more fun. Of course, uh, that was the wrong choice out of the three. So much for my business. Hey, Jerry, I, I hear a banjo playing. It means we got to get going. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks, Jerry. It, it's, been a it's been a pleasure. Keep up this show. Thank Thanks, you. Jerry. Thanks, that Jerry. was Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. And now... 